You're listening to Jay Carter's Wine, Spirits, Cigars, and Everything Else. So you're more than welcome to have wine if you oh, want. Oh, no, I don't drink alcohol at all. Zero? Yeah, zero, man. Okay, we'll talk about that next. <laughs> okay. Ready? Uh, thank you for joining us today. I have a really special guest that I've been following for a very, very long time. And I've uh, uh, finally got a chance to have him come in, into the uh, station. And would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Hi, yeah. My name is Ensign Inouye. Uh, what did I say? Ex mix mix mixed martial arts fighter. Retired. Retired mixed <laughs> martial arts fighter. Because yeah. you're, you're still training and you're still yeah still uh, participating in the sport and uh, giving back to the sport that made me who I am. Yeah. Nice. And then you just came back from uh, San Diego. Yes. Today. Yeah. How was, I was the drive? at the arena, and uh, one of my uh, students, uh, Barrett Yoshida, uh-huh. he teaches there and got a good relationship with the owner Lucas, and we went there and uh, did a seminar and. Uh, we did some belt promotions. Oh, nice. Jiu-Jitsu belt promotions. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a great day on Saturday. Big, huge turnout. Yeah, I saw I saw some of the pictures. I was like, holy crap. That was a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Wow. And now after this, you're going to get on a plane, hop on a plane, and you're going to head out to uh, somewhere in the East Coast? Yes, I go to Philadelphia. Um, nice. I go to see uh, the, the team at BJJ United in Philadelphia with uh, Jared. Cool. And uh, they have a team day where all the affiliates get together. And I, mm-hmm. I hear it's going to be over 300 uh, people there. And wow. kind of excited to, you know, meet the affiliates and, well, I guess, the family, the team. Yeah. Huh. Very cool. Yeah. How, and uh, how many years have you been doing at BJJ Ooh, now? Uh, I got my black belt in uh, 1998. Oh, my God. So uh, I think I started in 95 or 96. Yeah. You know, it it sounds like kind of new, but when you think about it, when you think the nineties are what twenty eight years ago now, yeah, <laughs> almost yeah. thirty know, years. The nineties seems like just yeah recently, but yeah. And I know you're around my. I, I was born in nineteen seventy, so I'm not. I, I, three years. Yeah, so I'm I was, three years older than you. Though. Oh man, <laughs> so I'm three years older, twenty five about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's 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 nuts, and I'm. I mean, what what drew you to BJJ? Um, I felt that it was the most effective art for street fighting. Nice. It was something that you could learn today and use tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I tried all the different. I tried especially to compare as Aikido. And mm-hmm. I just felt Aikido was something that you had to train for decades to actually yeah. be able to execute on the street. So, Yeah. How you, what did you think of the, the throws? Were you able to uh, learn the different... Yeah, but I mean, Aikido is like you got to meet yin and yang. Yeah, So you got to mm-hmm. meet the reverse energy of your opponent and i mean i did it for a year and it was something that i of course a year i'm still a, a, a fresh uh, beginner so sure. i was not able to meet yin and yang and that's when i had a talk with the teacher and then asked him that you know i mean what is the process and he said yeah, you know you got to do it for because you can fight the same attacker 10 times and he comes at you with 10 different energies yep. so he said yep. that you see it's got to continue and master it and He's saying like you know there's a the grandmasters at 60 70 years old have mastered it. and i'm like yeah. i'm thinking in my head you know i'm a young kid thinking about fighting on the streets and protecting myself on the streets and i'm saying i hope i'm not fighting street fights when i'm 60. yeah so i thought ah you know what maybe this isn't for me and you know at the time i didn't um appreciate the inner you know the inner um peace and the way what aikido brings yeah so i just went on and started looking for more and that's when i found the brazilian jiu-jitsu cool. It was in Honolulu, or yes, it was in Hawaii, and Helson Gracie was there. Yeah, he uh, yeah, actually didn't there. even have a dojo there yet. It yeah. wasn't even. Uh, it was actually out of his garage, and it was a non-credit course in the University of Hawaii. Yeah, and I saw that, and um, I didn't know what it was, but I saw a video. 
yeah. of Gracie in Action One. And when I saw that, it was like, whoa. And back in that day, you know, the yeah. bigger person was a stronger person in a street fight. Oh, that was, it, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking. What, for yeah, me. and then I saw the last fight with Hickson fighting a Zulu. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God, if this little Gracie guy beats this big Zulu guy, yeah. I got to start this. And when he did, he choked him out. He said, I got hooked and went down to the check out uh, the non-credit course in the University of Hawaii. Nice. Hoist lives actually like 10 minutes from really? here. Really? 12 minutes. Oh, wow. So uh, he's maybe 12 minutes this way towards Redondo. And then mm. uh, Hickson trained with him. He used to have a school in, in uh, Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy to sit there and grapple this guy. You're like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and I'm even trying to trying to even win. I was just like, what am I doing? Wasting my time. <laughs> He's just being nice to me. <laughs> so when you were fighting professionally, was there any, any fight that, what was your most scariest uh, opponent? Um, I wouldn't say scary, but most well, dangerous probably would be Igor Volchanchi. Yeah. And Mark Kerr, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mark was huge. Yeah. Mark's, uh, Mark's just that, um, you know, he's a wrestler, so he, had a, he was very agile. Mm -hmm. as far as the muscles and the power that he had. I think he was uh, probably the strongest fighter I fought as far as brute strength. Yeah. And Igor, of course, his punching power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His punches were different. Yeah, it wasn't just uh, hitting the surface. It was going into your brain kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, his one, his his fight, I think, if dangerous rough. fights, yeah. What, what if you ever had the chance to fight like uh, Fedor Emelianenko? I fight the same way I did always the time. Go yep. and aggress and hit fire on fire. He's probably the one I was most, and you, of course. Uh -huh. He was the one I was most afraid of fighting as Fedor. Actually, both of you, uh -huh. because both of you have the fuck you. Oh, yeah. You guys, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. guys have the, I don't care if I'm losing. I want to fight anyway. <laughs> so, and you were the two that I was always like, man, if I was going to have to get in a street fight, who, what two people am I worried about? It's uh -huh. always been, and uh, maybe Chuck Liddell, too, only because I'm afraid of his punch. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Chuck. Chuck's a dangerous one. Yeah. He's coming back, too. I huh? know. I know. Yeah. That's why I was trying to get Tito on here at the same time with you oh. to talk about it. And uh, because yeah, their fights coming up, and uh, yeah, yeah, you're trying to oh, get yeah, yeah. so Tito, so yeah, we this I remember now the podcast is about uh, I call it wine, spirits, cigars, and everything else, anything else, because I my love for martial arts has been my, my whole mm -hmm. life. When you're when you were fighting, is there any ever a time when you're you're duking it out with someone and you just thought, I can't do this anymore? No, 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 oh, shit. it wouldn't be long in the ring if you do that, yeah. And what made you, when, when did you decide to uh, say, you know, I've had enough? Well, when I felt that I had nothing more to gain in the ring by learning. Because I didn't, um, I wasn't in the ring to try and be a champion or mm -hmm. try to be the best in the world. I was in there to build myself as a person. So if you notice the fights I fought, it was always fighters that I thought would bring me into that fear zone where I had to become a stronger person and test my heart and my uh, strength, my, uh, you know, my courage. Wow. And yeah, so there's never a fighter that I fought that I thought I could beat. All the fighters I chose to fight was the fighters that I thought could beat me. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so when that, that, that day came when I felt like I, after Igor's fight is when I realized that, you know, yeah. I didn't have an inch of fear in that fight. And I was hospitalized, had a broke perforated eardrum, had a broken finger, broken jaw, a liver count 2,000 times the normal person, wow. swollen brain. Yeah, so... And I didn't have any fear in that. So I felt like besides dying in the ring, there was nothing else really more that I could be seriously hurt in the ring. So I thought as far as the ring, building myself as a person, it was done. My mission was completed and decided yeah. to move on. And that's why I retired. Uh, 
What about you and your brother? Did did you guys got, fight a lot amongst yourselves or? Not really. When we were little, yeah, but yeah. not after the martial art. We trained a lot together, but yeah, nice. as far as fighting, no. And uh, I'm just curious because if I ever see my brother in a fight, I always want to kind of get involved. When your brother was fighting, do you ever feel like you know, you, you want to get in there and like knock the dude out or? Uh, not really, yeah, because oh. it was his fight, and we understood it was a professional sport. Man, see, this is why you guys are much better than I am. <laughs> I always take it too personal. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when you don't understand the sport. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's not a big. Yeah, a lot of like when in Japan they had a thing called the gangster fights where mm -hmm. the gangsters started going in the ring. In the beginning, they didn't understand it either. Yeah. So when their guy got beaten up, they would have a big riot outside. And but now they actually have understood the, you know, that's a sport and huh. they're pretty cool with it now. Hello, you want to speak to uh, Ensign? Yeah. How you doing? Hi. Uh, this is Jay and Ensign. Hey, Ensign, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Yeah, just yeah, what's going on, man? Um, I just uh, I had a question. Um, it's it's MMA related, but um, I just wanted to ask. You know, the I know I've been watching Ensign forever, and I'm also a martial artist. I'm a black belt in judo, and I teach at a school here in Las Vegas. So, um, the current atmosphere that you see in the MMA, kind of navigating towards. Um, more of like this show of like WWE type of, of things happening outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. Do you find that kind of uh, the issue of it, of there's no discipline in some of the, the way that these guys are, are being, you know, taught uh, some of this martial arts. I mean, now I see nobody really has a, a firm background in anything, mostly, you know, black belts and, and um, you know, the arts were prevalent in the, back in the day. That's how you started. Now it seems that, you know, everybody just kind of has, you know, kind of like a chip on their shoulder. It's not really about competition, but more about, you know, showing off. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know what's happening is um, the when we first started fighting back in the day, it was all about honor and, uh, you know, um, testing yourself. It wasn't about, you, you couldn't right. make money, you couldn't get famous. So, right, you know, right. and the movement now has become from... Martial art has become a sport, and now what you're seeing now is the entertainment side, where the focus is more money, getting your name out, getting remembered. Right. Yeah, and you know it's a yeah, it's absolutely. it's a real um, uh, it's a hard part of that is because as a martial artist and my name becoming famous because of mixed martial arts, I'm super happy seeing the sport grow as it is, but I'm super right. disappointed to see what's happening to the sport, but. You know, it's really hard because uh, the fighters nowadays, you know, you're coming into the fights with the, the the things that are shining for these guys is fame, money, you know, and right. and that's the that's the whole theme to them. But for us, we didn't, I, I'm not saying I'm a better person than the people that are fighting now because if I had that, those things waving in front of my face when I started, I might have went in that direction also. But it's just... It's the promoters, yeah. yeah they're they're I, promoting that money, fame, and you know, shit talking and stuff. So they're steering, they're steering these fighters in that direction. Um, I see what you're saying. I totally agree, one hundred percent. You know about the honor, about you know the the sport of finding you know an opponent that is worthy of battle and combat. That samurai bushido type of mentality um, that was you know birthed from from this these arts. You know, I just see. I'm also a little disappointed just because, you know, you put so much into it, you know, as a martial artist, you know, it's, it's, 
your whole life, you know, basically. And, uh, you know, you go to, you know, raise your children, and, and this is so popular now that, you know, it's becoming a, a thing where they're kind of about the wrong morals, you know. And, um, you know, in my students anyways, I try to instill you know, that, that respect, you know, we still bow, you know, we still, you know, show honor good, and respect to, good. you know, the founder of our arts and everything. And, you know, I, I see that little by little chipping away, I, I, you know, of their loss in that, in the MMA in particular, you know. Um, and, you know, you're such an icon, you know, from Pride and, and all the way back, been watching you forever. And, um, you know, I just kind of wondered how you felt about that. And I, I do see what you're saying, like, you know, if those things were dangling back in the day, you know, who knows what, you know, how, you know, what you got to go for to feed your family and all these guys don't have sponsors the way they used to. So, you know, I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, it's really interesting about it. You know, what's really interesting about it is it's like it's become because of all those um, the different incentives to start. I'm, I'm almost saying that it's it's become a different sport. The martial yeah. art that I started with was a martial art and. You know, if we compare the, the martial art or the, the people with Bushido and the samurai ways in back in the day, without all the incentives that these guys have today and the fame and all the money, you know, you, you, we, they'll, they'll always look bad. You know, so I almost want to, if, if, if I do that, I'd be disgusted with everything. I'd disgust it with McGregor, the way he shit talks and disrespects his opponents. But, you know, I kind of look at it like, okay, the, the sport that I did was a, a martial art, and now it's not a martial art anymore. It's a sport or exactly, yeah. entertainment. And yeah. then you accept the, them, the shit talking and, you know, the, the flamboyant bullshit behavior, the, 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 how they don't respect their opponent. You know, then it's okay. You know, like, like, just like let's say you're watching the UFC and you watch the WWE. Yeah. If you're thinking UFC when you're watching WWE, you're going to say all these bullshit fake fighters and stuff, you know, but... If you're looking yeah. at a WWE, you respect yeah. the falls they're taking, the way they had the timing of the kicks, and you know you, the acting Absolutely. that they can do. You know, you, you know. So it's, I think it's the the way you look at it. The, I think we we have to understand that there is so much changes in the sport that it's almost become a different sport. I got a question yeah, for. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I just saw you, uh, you know, with Salo, who's a great example of. You know, a guy who's taken all those, you know, those principles, and you know, he teaches those in his school. I, I had the the honor of having him come to my school when he was in Vegas one time. Him and Shanjay, and and uh, you know, great guys, you know, icons in the sport as well. You know, mm -hmm. in, uh, competition jujitsu, and you know, the mentality that they bring to it, I really respect you as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and some of the other uh, things that I'm seeing out there. You know, they just kind of made me shake my head a little bit and, um, you know, try to help out, you know, kids that are coming up to try to, you know, bring bring their mind into what they're doing rather than, you know, all of this dramatics that they're doing, you know, throwing chairs and, you know, like yeah. that uh, WWE type of, um, you know, pre-fight setup. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I appreciate your uh, your views on those things, Anson. I, I wish you the best always. Um, thank you, Jake. For thank you. And uh, Keep up your way of, uh, you know, instilling that respect and honor in your dojo, man. That's awesome what you're doing. Very important to yeah, keep. Yeah, right on, man. Right on. Right on, bro. Take care. Wish you guys the best always, man. Shoots, man. Good to have you. Thank you very much. All right, you got it. All right buddy. Bye. Bye. All right. Good question. Well, yeah, that's great. I was, I'm glad he uh, called in because I was like, man, I'm always, I never know what I'm going to ask. And then uh -huh. I always end up, before I always start, I'm always asking a million questions, as uh -huh. you saw, and then all of a sudden, once it's like record, I'm like, uh -huh. oh shit, what are they going to say? Is that another call? Oh yeah, let's see. 
Hey, thank you for calling. You're, uh, you're on the air with uh, Ensign Anoy. Sorry about that. I, I didn't hit the speaker. Go ahead. Who is this? Hi. I just want to say thank you for taking my uh, my call. I just want to tell Ensign, um, yeah. thank you so much. I'm a huge fan. I've been liking him since Pride. And uh, his pr all his work and effort and Pride is equal to all his efforts he does for Japan and how much he helps people and how much he keeps the samurai spirit super important to have people like that in MMA, humble athletes. I saw a couple of videos he did for Scramble, and they were really, really uh, motivating. Thank you, man. That means a lot. Nice. So you have yeah, any questions? In, in pure breed <laughs> and everything, man. Yeah, thank you, man. You have any questions yeah, for him? Um, how does, how does he keep, what keeps him motivated to keep the samurai spirit? Well, the samurai spirit is a way of life, yeah. It's about, you know, if you, if you, um, ex if you believe or you, you choose to run the, your life as, with, as a samurai way is, you know, the honor and the integrity. I mean, being a human being, there's always temptations and everything. And I think the, it's always forever a, a challenge of staying with integrity and uh, honor. So, I mean, as far as having any motivation to do it, it's just everyday life. I, I instill everything I've learned in the ring into everyday life, yeah. So but if, I, if I'm sucking myself up through the pain and the tiredness and going and training the other day, it's almost like the same thing as, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm tired and don't want to, you know, even something as simple as I plan to clean the yard today, but I'm super tired, I'll still use that and get into the yard. Nice. Yeah, it looked, it looked like you were having fun the other day on that uh, that uh, board you were on the boardwalk with. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That uh, one wheeler, man. Yeah, I was wanted to. I was thinking right. of getting one to take back to Japan, but then when I figured out when I found out it was a two two thousand five hundred dollars at least oh, per shit. board, I was like, ah, oh, okay, maybe not this time. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, and then you gotta worry about the shipping and everything too. Yeah, and then maintenance. Yeah, if something goes wrong with it. Yeah, so. Not for a two thousand five hundred dollar board. I, I think I can wait on that. Oh man, I didn't realize I didn't realize the price of that. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you for the call. Thank you for taking my call. Enjoy your day, guys. Take care. Right on, man. All right. So you got a fan over there waiting. I do, I do remember the question. So you get asked the Bushido question a lot, don't you? Mm -hmm. And uh, Samurai Way. And so, how do you install, instill, or explain to people? Th that way of life and I, I i don't know if people understand this is like from the moment you wake up to the very moment you go to sleep you're always thinking of a certain way of or a certain way of being of course it's just your life but i mean it's just the way you look at certain situations in life yeah. so it's not something that you're consciously trying to think of and walk every day at every yeah. minute of the day so when problems come up or adverse ad adversities mm -hmm. happen is when it's the approach you take with it yeah and uh are you able to to teach it with your students you think yeah, when the situation arises, and same thing if it's a regular day of sparring and everything's cool. No, not really. But then when there's a adversity or something happens, yeah, and I and I find the the opportunity to speak, then I do. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I I totally agree. That's the I think that's when you do notice those things is is when life is hard and when it doesn't come so easy, and you're like, damn, what the fuck am I gonna do with myself now? You know, and yeah, it, yeah. and then you have to try to to build up. And uh, the last thing, because I, I don't know how much time you have. Mm -hmm. um uh with your with uh your girlfriend's 
fighting career. Mm-hmm. How, how's that going? Here? That's awesome, man. I mean, it's a, it's a real neat dynamic to it because I'm done with all that mm-hmm. and she's starting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of a neat thing that um, she knows that I've been through it all so I can help her in that yep. way. And also all the blood, sweat, and tears that I've dripped during my career and all the connections that I've made, she has the opportunity to use, yeah. Yeah. So, cool. yeah, so, like, she's coming out to um, Philadelphia and meeting me out there, and she's going to stay 10 extra days to train with Jared them wow. and work her jiu-jitsu. She's been to uh, Las Vegas with Syndicate MMA mm-hmm. and working with Roxanne Matafari. And then uh, she's uh, also got open invitations to go and train with uh, Dwayne Lalawick. Wow. And um, I've also contacted Matt Hume, which is a real good friend of mine from back in the day, and I want to try and send her there. And we're trying to send her to different places to find a place that will click with her best. Yeah. I mean, I can I can teach her, but I, I you know, honestly, I'm, I'm a ground fighter, and I, I have the old school ways. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it, I think these guys, Dwayne Ludwig or, you know, Matt Hume, they can offer a lot more. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to try and get her somewhere that works with her best. So, yeah, so she's, uh, it's kind of neat because she's beginning and I'm ending, or I'm ended, and I can help her in that way. So it's it's like almost like a, a branch off my career yeah. where she's uh, continuing and using my connections with that. So she's doing really well. Uh, her name's Sarah McCann, yeah. and she's uh, got one MMA fight, mm-hmm. and she's done, she did really well in that. She has like uh, three pro kickboxing fights. So okay. she's uh, due to fight in September 23rd again in nice. Japan. In Japan? The Shuto's card, yeah. Okay. So that way we could It'll all It'll be on a... UFC Fight Pass. Nice. Yeah. I will watch it then. Yeah, we. Uh, I liked watching her uh, through Facebook and stuff and, and seeing her uh, from her last fight. And even though you guys were trying to console her, you could just see how angry she was with herself. And that's mm-hmm. when I was like, that is the look of a champion. Because someone who's like doesn't just take it and uh, mm-hmm. she was just like yeah but you know i should have i should have i should have mm-hmm. and so that's why i i saw that and you can see that drive even in that and every time i've i lose it in anything i've i think that's what uh keeps me going actually not my wins but my losses sometimes mm-hmm. or, or when i go you know what this person's trying to do this whatever and then i'm like okay all that i'm just gonna yeah, yeah. have to destroy you know <laughs> so, yeah. so it, it, it's really cool yeah that she's able to to learn from you and then uh you know, you can see the differences in her, I mean, even her kicks and her punches. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the, her count when you yeah. guys are doing the mitts, and it's it's uh, grouped a lot better uh-huh. and uh, done a lot better. Uh, the the hips are moving a lot more. She's than picking they used up. To. She's training really hard, so yeah. she's yeah, she's building the fundamentals really solidly. Yeah. So now it's going to be that big trick of being able to to execute what you've learned in mm-hmm. training in the ring, which where there's the nerves and the excitement and the anxiety. So if she can still execute what she's learned it's, that's a big trick now so yeah well, yeah absolutely. man i don't know how she does it i don't know how either one of you do it i've done it a few times and all i remember is going to the bathroom all the time <laughs> yeah i get nervous yeah, yeah. <laughs> right before i was like damn give me some gum i gotta yeah I gotta take a dump <laughs> it's a stuff no one talks about, about the yeah, stuff, yeah. But i don't know i didn't think i had to go anywhere i still kept going bad for podcasting but i figured i'll talk yeah. about it. Well, cool. Is there anything else you want you wanted to uh, uh, bring up and and talk about that you have going on, like uh, your bracelets? Because I'm not. Um, I, I know I'm going to buy like a few of them. I have to say my well, uh, the bracelets. Yeah, I've been doing that for uh, eight years now, mm-hmm. and um, it's a uh, it's a good thing because uh, in Japan these bracelets they believe that it protects you. Mm-hmm. So if this breaks, it's taking something in place of you that's supposed to come to you. 
And also each stone is a power stone, so it has their own properties. Mm -hmm. So most of the bracelets I sell is all custom made. I have my my website, destinyforever.com. That's is, what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, it also has like different bracelets that are already made. Some people mm -hmm. just choose out of that, but most people like to look up the powers of the stones. You can just Google, you know, power stones and the properties and mm -hmm. it'll tell you you can say power stones for energy or power stones for anxiety and all the list of them will pop up and you know the people will call us in and want us to line up a custom so that's been doing right really well and i we've been having good results with the you know the bracelets actually helping people because hmm. I, I yeah i saw the the jujitsu and i was like oh i want that one and then i looked on, online and i was like well it says shogun i don't even like that one as much but i guess i'm supposed to do it because i'll be shamed <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I like them i think they're good looking and, and uh my yeah they're classy and they also yeah. have properties you know so yes of course it's, a, it's like a dual thing yeah i i noticed yeah because uh i think you posted before there's certain nights when you charge the bracelets and stuff like that in the full moon or in the ocean or uh in epson south Hmm. or hawaiian salt yeah, you can cleanse it so actually what they do is people say charge you can say charge but it's right. more like a cleanse yeah because the, the um the stones will absorb things for you like negativity and hmm. so when you when you cleanse it you you cleanse it i guess that you do enhance the power of it when you cleanse it yeah interesting yeah so the epsom salt how, how do you how would you do that we just uh, put in a bowl and you put it on the epsom salt huh. i like the full moon once a month or in the ocean and you just put it in the ocean. Swim with it. They'll make sure I rinse it out with fresh water after. Wow. But yeah, so these braces have been doing really well. Um, I've got to think of a way to expand now because mm -hmm. it's getting to a point where it's really hard to keep up with a lot of things. You're, you should have a... And I'm, I'm always willing to help you if I can, but uh, I do social media out here for some... Usually for wine companies. And uh, that's how I make my pennies. It's mm -hmm. just uh, you know sell, trying to get these small places... Um, that don't have the big, you know, famous names and not multi-million dollar places. Of course, you know, they have these vineyards, but they only make so many bottles. So they don't have, I'm not doing anything that you, no one can do themselves. It's just people don't have time to do it. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if they're actually making the wine and bottling the wine, they don't have time to sit here and bullshit with people on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buy this, buy that. So that's what I'm always doing. So if I can help you with anything, I'm always oh, okay. I'm more than happy to help mind. you. Yeah, thank uh, you. And it's um, uh, not just your name. I, I get... Has, that's where I'm trying to look for what you stand for is what mm -hmm. you know thank you and what resonates for me and um there's not that many people that I feel that way about and it's it's um uh we uh Saleh Atasana I like the way yeah, Saleh yeah. is you know um, um he's always just been a good spirited person too yeah, and, and I've always liked guy. yeah yeah and it doesn't matter how rich or poor I've seen him around and he's always a cool dude yeah he is yeah. and uh so I was just like okay this is the person I like or I want yeah. to emulate no there's a, I'm sure you know, there's a Buddhist saying that says uh, a single candle can light a thousand candles. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. Yep, yeah. And losing no less of its life for doing so. And I've always tried to live that way. And I've always tried to be, you know, try to help anyone around me, try to do everything. And actually, uh, a girl, I think she's on episode 17 or 18. If you listen on here, she's always like, you know, you're always, help, why are you always willing? She was suspicious. Why was I willing to help her? And uh, didn't try to screw her, didn't try to date her, didn't try to do anything. But I figure if I can help in her in, with her in her situation, then why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? So, I mean, so uh, anyway, uh, is there anything else? So Destiny. Was Destiny this? Forever. Destinyforever.com. Yeah. And is there a phone number too, or should they just no, go to the website? No, just destinyforever.com, yeah. And then do you have a Destiny Forever Instagram site? Yes, and Facebook. Okay. They cool. can check that out, yeah. Nice. And then uh, anything for SJ? 
Uh, no, just follow her. She has a fan page, Isha okay. McCann. Her fight name is Seda because in Japan, that's how they mm-hmm. write it. So, yeah, Seda. And yes. she's, uh, yeah, follow her. I mean, you guys can follow me and then you can find her from my posts because I post about her a lot. So cool. support her. And now if you're my fan, you'd be her fan. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> and your dogs, of course. Your yeah, family. my dogs are awesome, man. I know. I, I mean, I get a kick out of those guys. I know. They got so much personality, the American bullies. Yeah. You, you know what makes me laugh is uh, the watching the TV. The call girl, yeah, she watches TV a lot, yeah. that, and she like actually pays attention to the yeah. characters. She watches the, she actually watches a move in TV. Yeah, man, my pit doesn't do shit. <laughs> I, I, I got a pit, and uh, you know, I got a pit. I have a, I had a, someone try to break in my house once while I was home and got in this thing. What did he do? Hide. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pit bull, but he hid. My Doberman got upset. My Chihuahua got upset, but my pit, he, it's like a cat, man. He just took off. So that's funny. But he that's, looks tough. <laughs> other than that, I'm doing a lot of seminars. Nice. Yep. And uh, going out and helping with training with other dojos. Um, I'm only doing that because uh, I believe MMA has given me what I am mm-hmm. today. And I just want to give back to the sport and the fans of the sport, appreciating the fans that has been fans for me of me so, throughout the years. Speaking of that, how if people want to have you come to their dojo and, and are there... BJJ school, what what uh, should they contact you? You contact me on Facebook or Instagram, okay. yeah. And what I do is uh, all I require is uh, my way paid, yeah. yeah. Airfare, airfare on Delta, so I get um, <laughs> miles, yeah. and then hotel and food, and that's it. And if there's any extra money that, if the seminar brings in enough people that it brings in more money, then we can split that or whatever. But as long as my way is paid and cool. I'm getting the miles and everything's free, then I'm I'm willing to go and put out. Nice. My seminar, yeah, to try to help people. Okay, we're going to help manage that a different way. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk to you about stuff off the off uh-huh. the, the podcast, but um, it's it always feels good to give people mm. when you can. As long then, as I'm losing money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah for uh, me, that's all it is. It's, I know. As long as I'm not going to put out of my pocket and spend money out of my pocket. I know I'm you're fine. lying because I see your private jet all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, private jet. It's so funny because it's... I've, the first time I posted that, I, I'm a Diamond member in Delta, so I board with first class. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only one that's walking through first class to economy, mm-hmm. and I'm the first one in the seat. So I always take a picture when I sit down, and I wrote the first one. Oh, it looks like a, like a private plane. Yeah. And then someone asked, whoa, how'd you get that plane? How'd you get that type of uh, empty plane? And I yeah. said, I'm an elite member, explained everything. Yeah. And right under that, somebody asked me, how come you got something to play? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to re-explain yeah. this. And I said, private jet. Yeah. Private jet, private jet. And now it's a bit like a running joke. Every time I post this, my private jet. And people, people still, some people don't know. They're like, oh my God, how do you, you got to book my flights if you got always getting empty flights like that. <laughs> so yeah. I it's don't think, funny, yeah. man. I mean, you could, yeah, you could tell if you kind of like pay attention, but I just thought, <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was, yeah, it was funny yeah, yeah. Who's this person on the back of my jet? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Who's this person? And then when I go to that? Hawaii, because of the jet lag, I'm up at like, Oh, 12 man. midnight and then i go to the gym the ufc gym to train and then it's like there's no one there so i take a bit of private gym <laughs> yeah. yeah same one because our, our ufc gym's right here uh-huh. and uh 11 p.m although my fat ass hasn't been in there for a while but uh-huh. <laughs> after 11 p.m the place is dead till probably five in the yeah morning. i know especially saturday nights i like going yeah. on saturday night because everyone's going out to clubbing and mm-hmm. the ufc fights like this last one here uh over there it was actually there was like 15 people so oh, I, just, really? I walked on the treadmill and just watched the oh, fights. Oh, and the fights play at the UFC yeah, gym. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. damn. Oh, yeah. Do you, they don't do that at your... They do it. They oh, do yeah, it yeah. there, but I've never watched it there. Yeah, this is where they do the weigh-ins. 
So if it happens, uh, the fight happens there, they do the weigh-ins here. At this, this is the uh, business-wise. Oh, so when's your next time for coming? Uh, I'm looking at maybe January. Okay. Yeah, not set yet, but probably we're looking at a time frame in January. Cool. So in January, hopefully next we'll get year. you. Yeah. And is there anything? Uh, <laughs> I'm not making millions either. Here. I'm doing this. I got to pay for that jerk right there. That's about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to cut that part out too. But uh, anyway, it was a pleasure having you on. Nice being here. And uh, I can't think of anything because I'm too excited to talk to you. <laughs> You'll think uh, of it after I, I leave. I yeah? am. I'll think of a million things. I'll be like, shit. Then I'm you like, write that down the next time I come, we can I go through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Hey, next time. You're always welcome here. Uh, always be a place over here for you. And uh, I do want to take you to some restaurants out here that are actually legit good places. Oh, that, really? Oh, man. I mean, uh, oh, what, what don't you eat in Japan? Do you do... Uh, I don't eat sashimi. You don't eat sashimi? No. I don't eat sashimi or um, like, you know, the wasabi. I don't like wasabi. Anything, I don't like raw stuff. Yeah. And wasabi is just a taste. It's, I like spicy things, but wasabi has a different twang to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So you never tried basashi then? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. What did you think? It's good. I liked it. I liked it. It was in Kumamoto, so they're real famous for the basashi. Yeah. Yep. That's where I yeah. eat it too. And it was really good. They, they, first, they tricked me because they told me it was cherry meat. And I was like, ah, oh, cherry meat. I looked like looked like some raw meat. So I said, mm-hmm. like, I'll try it. Dipped in, show you, and they, you know, it was kind of sweet. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. And then, then when they told me it was horse, I wasn't even going to mention that on the radio. Oh, when they told the me thing, it was but... horse, it was kind of like, oh, now it has a funny taste to it. <laughs> yeah. Mentally, yeah. Did you see the white triangle parts? Uh, no, I didn't uh, notice anything. It's usually the the vertebrae, uh-huh. and it it looks like it's cheddar cheese or something. And my I took my son, and we went to Kumamoto. The li- the horse liver was actually, I hate liver, but that was the only liver I could. Oh, eat. I didn't eat that. I only ate the sashimi. Oh man, yeah, that's well, I think it's delicious. But uh, uh. So, <laughs> all right, so we'll wrap Wait, it up. Thank okay. you very much for coming. Thank you for having I, me, man. I really appreciate you coming, and right thank on, you for man. wasting your time or investing no. your time. <laughs> and I hope you get a million more listeners from this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, thank you so much. Okay, shoot, man. Ah, all right, man. All right. <laughs> I'll be yanking myself down. <laughs> yeah, I didn't all right. If there's anything else you want to talk about, but I... Oh, no, it's good. It's good. I was worried about your time, and I was like, shit, I don't know how much time this guy has. Thanks for listening to Jay Carter's Wine, Spirits, Cigars, and Everything Else. We'll see you next time.